0: Welcome to the Kennedy Podcast. I'm Sam Jordan, the host of this podcast, and I'm joined by three co-anchors. I've got Noah Erickson, Cassie Asmus, and uh, Will Brewer. Uh, so Cassidy, tell us about, uh, I heard you. Uh, your topic was about the curse of the Kennedy family. Tell us more about that.
1: Yes, and thank you for having me, Sam. So my main studies are about the Kennedy curse and all of their all the bad things that led up to them all dying at a very young age.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I knew about uh, they've got problem with intense amounts of lead in their head. They they're consistently dealing with that sort of things. But I also know, <laughs> but I also know that, uh, that they've, they've had a lot of health issues, like I was rosemary in the project. You know, and she had a lobotomy. <laughs> Where's Noah going?
2: You can't stop laughing. I was going to the hallway because I wasn't be able to contain myself.
0: All right, so tell us about the Kennedy curse.
1: Well, as I've done throughout my research, I've noticed many Kennedys have died in plane crashes more than assassinations. Now, people like. Kathleen and JFK Jr. They both died in plane crashes.
0: Yeah, didn't a uh, Ted or the la- uh, the latest Joe, one die in like 1999 or something? Um, I don't
3: know, but I know Joe, <laughs> Joe Jr. died in a crash too. So. Oh, I didn't know that. you know, you, you remember the uh, the flyover accident where he where you where his plane malfunctioned and he ended up and he did end up dying from that. He was remember? on
1: Operation Aphrodite. Yeah,
3: that's what it was,
1: and he. So he went to Harvard Law School and he actually dropped out to join the Navy and he became a pilot and he was supposed to go home, but he decided to go on one last mission, which was Operation Aphrodite. And
0: this is Joe Jr.? Yeah. Yep. yeah.
1: And he flew. he was flying a plane over Germany when the bombs in his plane detonated and he died at 29 years old.
0: Yeah, and then the, that probably helped out a lot with Kennedy's campaign too, since he had a brother that was a war hero, mm-hmm. that you know died in the in the war, and that was World yeah. War Two, right?
1: I believe so. Yeah,
0: because that would that would have made more sense. I think and it was uh,
1: in nineteen forty
0: four. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sounds
3: right.
0: What did Joe Senior die of?
3: Uh, he had a stroke. Yeah. And then eventually.
1: He didn't died. die too young, so that doesn't mm-hmm. relate. Really yeah. That to like, curse too much. like half
0: of his kids all went mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: because
0: yeah when they were taken too young and stuff like that
1: yeah yeah and even jfk's son patrick who died two days after he was born jfk died mm-hmm. like three months later after that yeah the kennedys
0: are not blessed with good genetics they had like bad backs and stuff yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah even like the healthiest among them had the uh, heads sp- some even, disability
3: even some minor complications yeah it was they weren't exactly too healthy the way it was and then their curse their alleged curse did not make anything any easier
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah power a kennedy i'd definitely stay away from
2: planes
1: <coughs> and yeah and so. you know announcing to run for president <laughs> was yeah. a kennedy i'd like be wearing the helmet
2: <laughs> or, or office in general
1: rfk he was announcing that and he was shot and then Kennedy. His son, David Kennedy, um, actually was so affected by his death that he died of an overdose. Yeah, Very RF- young too.
0: RFK was mostly healthy, though, wasn't he?
1: Mm-hmm, but he died. He was assassinated. Yeah. At his hotel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they had a rough time of it in the 1960s. They last MLK, JFK, RFK, bunch of people.
2: 60s spared no man.
3: No, they did not, really. Right.
0: Kill all the civil rights people. So not only did the Kennedy family deal with a lot of disabilities and uh, and stuff like that, health problems, they also were, were plagued by not only a curse of, of health issues, mental and physical health issues, they also had problems like uh, getting themselves tangled up in affairs. I think Will's got more to say about that. Could you uh, lead us into that, Will?
3: Uh, yeah, John F. Kennedy was quite the player when it came to the ladies. Um, <laughs> what an animal. <laughs> Uh, yes, exactly. No I mean he he truly was the ultimate the ultimate uh, player I mean he he would oftentimes cheat on Jackie when Jackie was out just around town for the night or anything like that. If he went out, out on a business trip, he would try and you know catch a couple girls, maybe one or two and there were times where Jackie would still be in the building and he would still have some form of an affair with another right. Shame yeah. on
1: him oh yeah.
3: Yeah, he had, uh, he had one with uh, three of his workers in the White House, inter- all interns. So, about, what, I'd say, 20-something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we thought Bill Clinton was bad.
3: He <laughs> <laughs> did. Holy cow. That.
0: And that, he was president for two years. Bill well, Clinton was it in it for eight, and he had more controversy surrounding that. And,
3: and the weird part was is not too many – well, people knew about it, but they did, it really didn't change his – personal image, like right. they kind of just blew it off. He then, was an
0: American hero, you know, yeah. he still thought
1: to be one of the best
3: president.
0: presidents. Yeah.
1: Right. Even, even, even with he, all the at yeah. home issues that he had.
0: Right. I always thought about that. Like if he hadn't been assassinated and he lived to be eight years older and stuff like that, I mean, he was assassinated in his mid forties and stuff. If he lived, he would have, if he would have gotten reelected and stuff like that, he would have been in his early fifties by the time he was done being president. Yeah. Would people like him as much?
3: Just based on what he did because right. by today's standards that would not fly with anybody.
0: Right and actually, that was in the, that was the middle of the women's March and stuff mm-hmm. like that or women's were getting a lot of uh, were paying attention a lot more to politics mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and not liking presidents that had many s- sexual misconduct, things like that. He yeah. might not have had as good of a chance in his reelection if they mm-hmm. figured out about that and people started caring more.
3: And that's, that's what I kind of find interesting is like, what would happen if he Mm -hmm. were to stay alive and like keep living would would people look at him differently? Would he not be reelected? Would he Mm -hmm. even make, would he have to resign and just not be president at all? And then LBJ LBJ would come in again. So, I mean, would that, would that have happened with everything going on? Yeah,
2: wouldn't
0: it be too off far off from the times, so, I mean, just a few years later down the, or I suppose it would have been like a decade down the road, when yeah. Nick, Nixon was president, he resigned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would, uh, would have led into that more. And, and to, for a, in a sense, it makes more sense, because I we remember hearing about how, how John F. Kennedy's original lover, mm-hmm. he couldn't get with, so Jackie was kind of like a second second well, place was, sort was, of
3: thing. Was kind of like a second prize, almost, I want to say. Like right. Yeah. She, she, he, he might have... To be honest, he might not even have loved her as much as he would have loved, oh,
1: yeah. like Marilyn.
3: Yeah, well, not even Marilyn, just not to, not the people he affairs with, but the the so, one that was accused of being a communist. Yeah, yeah the
0: one that was yeah. accused
3: of being Soviet spy, and that's that's the thing is, did did JFK really love her? And that's that's kind of up in the air. You can't really say yes or say no because maybe he never felt whole with Jackie, and that's another thing to consider. And
0: that makes sense. <laughs>
2: Speaking of dirty commies, um, I think we should bring up how the Kennedys and Joseph McCarthy were best friends and how if it weren't for McCarthy, RFK might not even had gotten his, uh, um, his start in politics, nor would of JFK, because for JFK, um, McCarthy was supposed to give this speech um, talking about how great the guy running against uh, JFK was and he decided I'm not going to do that because he had such respect for the Kennedys and so um, he wasn't going to go out and say yeah I support uh, Henry Cabot Lodge Jr. I think that's what his name was. He didn't want to support him because he had such great um, such good ties with the Kennedy family. He actually dated two of the girls. I can't remember what their um which two it was but he dated two of them
0: is this the same mccarthy that in the 1950s and stuff like that was like speaking like you can't like trying to get rid of all these communist spies and stuff yep
2: he was the crazy one he um rfk actually um so they they had the committee for uh gain finding communists and he was mccarthy was in charge of it and joseph kennedy was like hey man i like give my son a job i want him to be a uh, council le- leader or something like that i can't remember exactly yeah. what it was and then um he, mccarthy ended up going with a different guy but gave rfk the assistant job and then mm-hmm. our, from that rfk really learned a lot about mccarthy's passion and like that's kind of where um rfk was inspired by yeah. McCarthy with how much passion he showed, even though he didn't give very much support to claims and he
0: was all over the place in the right. courtroom from what I've heard. Um, yeah, kind so, of a testament to like misled uh, McCarthyism, you know, misled yeah. American patriotism that goes too far. Yeah. yeah. And
3: oh, you? oh, I was gonna say, uh, so you you believe like that RFK was, I wouldn't say agree with McCarthy, but he did love his passion for what he did yeah. and like that sort mm-hmm. of thing, but he did, he wouldn't necessarily like agree with him. Yeah. So that sort of thing. Okay. Right. Well,
0: well, to me, um, it seems like, like RFK, like the whole Kennedy family and McCarthy are very far apart politically. Yeah. Like oh, right. just oh yeah. A first impression. It seems like, cause yeah.
2: When RFK guys start, he was originally more right leaning, but mm-hmm. then you would, you would think he'd just get more and more right leaning, but then he went like, Yeah. he mm-hmm. went way left. Um, but yeah, that was really interesting. And I actually read this guy was, um, at one of the hearings or something like with his fifth grade class or something like that. They're just touring it and they saw Joseph McCarthy and he remembered Joseph being all over the place and making all these weird claims and didn't have much to back himself up. And then RFK got up there with the same amount of passion, but then was just orderly and he had... It was all in the order and he had stuff and he just executed executed it very well. Um right. I thought that was really interesting. And right. um JFK actually told when McCarthy died, he told RFK not to go to his funeral, but RF, Rfk still went, but he just kinda hot hid and not many people knew he was there. So right. so why do you
3: why do you think McCarthy told RFK not to go to his funeral? Uh, JFK JfK excuse me.
2: because he wanted um RFK to preserve RFK's political career oh yeah McCarthy
0: got destroyed politically yeah. oh yeah I mean, I, yeah I mean it based, doesn't based after the, the whole army yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah based on ruined. those
3: based on those claims you you don't have much faith after or right. hope after that it really yeah.
0: soiled the uh, the whole political identity of my brothers a, a war hero you know and stuff yeah. like that yeah, if you're exactly. tying yourself to McCarthy, who has insulted the, the army. But it's interesting and, that he went for the left. I um, didn't know that.
2: RFK, he actually, when they're doing the hearings for uh, McCarthy, RFK was the only Democrat to vote yeah. against uh of McCarthy, and JFK made an excuse to not be at the Senate hearing, so then he wouldn't have to vote. Oh. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think... Mc- McCarthy is just a testament to the time, like everybody wanted to be a better American and stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. They're all competing with each other to see who could be more anti-communist and stuff like that.
3: And, re- and re- in all honesty, you really didn't need to. It, I mean, yes, yeah. you, it, it was a concern, mm-hmm. but you didn't need to take it to that degree. You I mean, com- that.
0: You, accomplish, you accomplish more by staying, you know, somewhat silent about it yes. than if you were trying to like extort individuals. Then you, you'd overstep it. Easily. Yeah, easily. Another
2: fun fact is RFK's first child, um, Godfather, was McCarthy. Oh, ooh. so they were he, real
0: close. They were really close. Huh? Did a McCarthy outlived RFK by quite a while, right? Yeah, because RFK got uh, assassinated. No, because no. RFK went to. Oh a yeah, mix, mix, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Cool. That's kind of a tragic story. That is. All right, but. Well, does yeah. it for that segment. Yeah, I think.
2: Now I say we ought to hear from uh, Mr. Sam Jordan about Kennedy, JFK's uh, foreign policy.
0: Oh, thank you, Noah. Uh, like we were talking about earlier, JFK's foreign policy uh, is very easily described by his personality. Like Cassie was talking about earlier and uh, Will was talking about when, when he had so many of these... Uh, masculine affairs and things like that although jfk was uh uh troubled with much disability uh physically his back hurt very bad and stuff like that his physical appearance mattered a lot to him and that really translated into it like jfk is the youngest president america has ever had and and stuff like that he was was very acclaimed for being a very handsome guy uh, by a lot of people and like will was talking about he had a lot of mistresses and stuff like that he had a very masculine persona, and that translated very easily into his foreign policy.
2: He was an animal.
0: Yeah, yeah, like Noah would say, yeah. And uh, so if you look at the, at the foreign, uh, the foreign uh, troubles that America was dealing with in the 1960s, early 1960s, that America was dealing with, like the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, the Bay of Pigs was just ending at that point. A lot of things were starting right then in the world. Like there's a lot of trouble starting up in Iran and in Asia and stuff like that. Uh, JFK oversaw the intervention in Vietnam start up. And the reason he did, and a lot of the reason he intervened in the way he did, was despite claiming to be different than the former president, Dwight D. Eisenhower, the one that was right before him. Uh, you've all heard of it. It's the, the term brinkmanship and stuff like that. Yep, yes, sir. He claimed to be way against that. He didn't like risk. He claimed not to want to risk American lives. But then at the same time, he would get intervened in things like Vietnam, maybe not like super risky well,
3: scenarios, even like the Bay of Pigs. Like there was no yeah. need, there was no need for us to really attempt. It right. Because
0: and it was going to fail.
3: Oh, no matter what he did, it was going right. to fail.
0: But there was that that belief behind him, behind his eyes, you know, and stuff like that, that we were going to win. You know, America doesn't lose wars we're so far technologically ahead of all of our enemies and stuff like that, that we'd crush them. No problem. It was that because of JFK's presidency and the very short, yeah, you know, it's like a bunch of kids in a club and stuff like that. Like if, if somebody does something more risky, everyone's like, well, I can do more than that. So when his next president came in LBJ, he didn't want to get out of Vietnam. Uh, even the presidents after him, there were different parties like Nixon and stuff like that. And Gerald Ford, they all designed their own foreign policy off of, well, I'm I'm not a coward. I'm going to keep going with this uh, foreign policy, this masculine foreign policy. And it started largely with JFK. I think that's really interesting,
2: too, because you look at like World War One and World War Two, America's coming out on top. Right. And then JFK is like, oh, yeah, we're going to ride off six, that success. We're going to keep right. showing the yeah. world that and- the U.S. is a big dog. And then that kind of backfires on him.
3: What were you gonna I, say? I, I, th- I think he, I think he felt like America had a legacy. Like we just mm-hmm. kept winning and coming out on top, and he felt like we needed to, uh, right. to take another step forward. And we truly taking a step forward to make a made a step like four steps backward because mm-hmm. after that the Bay of Pigs incident that was embarrassing. Right. just and, humiliation
0: after he
1: didn't humiliation. Want to look at the odds. He just wanted to believe everything
3: was gonna be. Yeah, right. And, uh, and that's the and that's what I find very interesting about that is your is your. Is you're taking a very slim chance, not the way it is, and you're trying to to go in there with only like a thousand men, right? And you're going against the Cuban government and Fidel Castro. That's right. you're you're not going to overthrow Fidel Castro with that little amount of numbers. You're going to have to send lots of lots of soldiers in there, and and you he was a miracle. Yeah, and he had, and he was already against war. So I mean, you're starting a war that you really didn't need to start, and you right. got embarrassed for really no reason.
0: Right. If if any party was more warmongering before then, at that point, the political climate, you would have said the Republicans like the previous president was the only six star general that America ever had as president and stuff like that. You would consider that the Republicans would be, you know, less cautious. Mm -hmm. But the Democrats then came in under JFK and completely changed it. Now you had 2 don't want to use the word too heavy language, warmongering parties
3: Mm
0: -hmm. to choose from. Yeah, exactly, Right, which designed the next, you know, even today, like we're still involved in, in many different and uh, foreign wars and stuff like that. That might or might not be beneficial. You know, it's mm-hmm. up to interpretation. And it's yes. because we had the the uh, the belief set by JFK that we were going to win these wars, even though after suffering Vietnam, the Bay of Pigs and and uh, and stuff like that, even the war in Korea, uh, we were not willing to admit that we can't just go in and win mm-hmm. any war. You know half-assed you know yeah uh, exactly and jfk very believed that and if you think about it the two years that he was president he actually didn't lose any wars like he started vietnam
3: mm-hmm.
0: he came in at the cuban missile crisis technically you know quotation marks won that he well, never well, saw the bay of pigs and stuff like that
3: yeah we'll say we'll say he won it i guess
0: but yeah yeah the american people saw it as victory so up until the day that he died he believed that america was a winner and stuff like that and, you know,
3: and truly, yeah. truly, I mean, we didn't really win at anything. In
0: right, it, I mean, started. if you think about it in in, in World War One and World, War, not to go too far into it, but the reason we won those wars is because we had allies. We had reason to be in it. Mm-hmm. The, the people really wanted those wars and stuff like that. They were against enemies that you know, had a right to be defeated by America, I guess. Yeah. And we committed our all. But then if you look at we did not commit our all whatsoever in the Bay of Pigs. And in stuff Vietnam, like
3: that. Vietnam, I mean, was tough on us. You just right, that. It's, exactly. It's just a tough situation for right. all
0: parties involved. Right. And JFK, uh, specifically when dealing with non warring crises and stuff like that, in Iran and other nations like that, things where he didn't involve troops, he always dealt with it as we're not going to sacrifice any of our own diplomatic things. You know, if when we lost the Cuban, or when Fidel Castro remained in power after the Bay of Pigs, instead of, you know, intervening militarily and stuff like that, we embargoed them. We weren't willing to to allow a communist nation south of our border, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. We couldn't couldn't, imagine it, which was hard. And it's the same with Vietnam. It's the same with Iran and and with all of that. And it's the we to throw out old previous governments and put in pro-JFK, pro-democracy governments just because they didn't like us. Yeah,
2: exactly. Well,
0: I think that pretty much wraps up what we all
2: have got to talk to. Oh, yes. So that was a good episode.
0: Thank you for joining us here at the Kennedy Podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to us. Remember, I am your host, Sam Jordan, and this podcast I was joined – by Noah Erickson, Casti Asmus, and Will Brewer. Tune in next time when we talk about an army of muskrats.